0: Chuck and Julie bringing you the truth, straight up.
1: I'm Julie Hayden, and
0: an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver-area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage, as parents for over ten years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment, live, local, and interactive everyone's voice is always welcome on the chuck and julie show
2: we'll welcome everybody on avs friday uh, which is by itself a party <laughs> the colorado um, avalanche that's, that's right it, and hopefully we'll clinch the stanley cup chuck bono julie hayden true straight up brought you by
1: brought you by uh, great landscaping companies they plant deliver you can buy um any kind of tree you can imagine. They're a great landscaping company. We use them. HappyTrees.co. It's not com. It's HappyTrees.co. As well as Denver Centigenics and Dr. Julie McAllen, who is uh, single-handedly keeping Chuck alive. So, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. You know, a lot to talk about in this party Friday. The Democrats it remind me of where the wild things are, right? They roared their terrible roars and they gnashed their terrible teeth and they showed their terrible claws all because they can't kill babies, mm-hmm. you, you know, which Got actually is Kill name, a which, baby, which actually isn't even true, right? It, no, they can kill plenty of babies, they can still kill plenty of babies. Meanwhile, the uh, left or the right is celebrating lots to celebrate on this party Friday. We'll be talking about Roe versus Wade, um, the legal aspect of it. Chuck read the opinion, um, how it ties into this, uh, the Supreme Court other ruling, the gun ruling, yeah. to the Second Amendment yeah, ruling. We have- um, we hope to have Casper Stockham with us here in a second. He was fined for a, after somebody filed. Um, accusations that he violated campaign finance laws um, and some um, establishment types are making a big deal about this saying well, that he only, should only be like
2: Gary Kirkland. Well, and, and, so. and
1: he should be yeah, and he should be sent to the gulag. And wanted to just point out that there have been plenty of other Republicans, Bob Beaupre, shall we say? Well, who's been
2: constantly uh, fine. Constantly fine. And, and Colorado politics that does not follow it or care. No
1: one cares, and, right. Clearly so.
2: Clinton's been fine. So it's it's all do about nothing. And I kind of think
1: if anyone thinks Casper Stockham is like if this is some kind of like the Clinton campaign, you yeah, know, kind we, of thing think again so he wanted to talk about his side and then we have coming up at 3 30 Kevin Lundberg former state senator um I know I subscribe and we'll let him talk about this to the Lundberg it's letter a, you
2: gotta get it if yeah. you don't get it you gotta get it
1: <laughs> that's right um oh this is from Leo with the 2a ruling the pro-abortion can carry a gun mm-hmm. oh there you go and shoot baby so it turns out that's dark humor mm-hmm. all you cancel culture people dark humor and that was Leo's dark humor mm-hmm. not us go ahead oh to- I go. see hey TJ um Casper's entered the waiting room so we can go ahead and grab him as soon as we admit him. Um, But I think the, we got to set the record straight. If you would, again, with the left, I guess they're grabbing onto this as much as they can, because they don't have anything else going on, right? And so, um, but Chuck and I differ on how much of a impact it will have you think it might have some i think none okay well okay but we have casper there casper go ahead i saw you briefly come to life there you can go ahead and and unmute yourself (laughs) (laughs) and so so um, everybody
2: if you don't know casper stockholm he's he's run for three uh in three different congressional districts and he's i think a favorite of of a lot of conservatives one of the really few hard-driving republicans in the minority community always trying to get minority involvement in the Republican Party. He's on the executive committee, along with me, um, and just a great guy. He's been dogged by Gary Kirkland, this booming Southern guy who who seems to be all a Twitter because of minor uh, violations, FCC violence, violations i was at a tea party meeting
1: yeah we were at the one we first brought it up
2: yeah we first brought it up and he was there on behalf of steve house and gary <laughs> and casper was in running in seven and and uh cd seven is a CD7 congressional was, candidate and after after uh, you know kirkland got booed by everyone um <laughs> everyone loved love casper i remember
1: people yeah. i mean they were accusing you of taking money and using it for personal expenses blah 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 at which point our friend joe stood up and said even if he's doing that i don't care he's <laughs> like casper is a Great guy, he needs all the help he get. So Casper, why don't i just
2: well, say- let me finish, and then then everybody took a vote on who to be prefer. Um, <laughs> and and uh, and uh, Casper won overwhelmingly. Uh, <laughs> although I, you can't give all yourself credit. Uh, Casper, because Steve just alienated so many people that anybody who <laughs> thought of voting for Steve, Haslam. I'm not going along with that guy. Oh, <laughs> well, Gary
1: Kirkland did. Yeah, he, was yeah. so awful.
2: he was so why awful. So
1: why don't you explain what's going on? And and like I said, we wanted to give you an opportunity to, because while the hearings and proceedings are going on, usually you know everybody tells you don't say anything, right? right? But right, why don't right, give you right. an opportunity to say your to tell your side?
3: Yeah, yeah. So all that's over now; it's closed. But um, of course. Um, the the folks like Gary Kirkland, Joy Overbeck, and Ernest, um, and others have decided to dredge it up again to try to embarrass me some more or something. Um, but that meeting you talked about the Tea Party meeting, you know, that was literally over two and a half almost years ago. Yeah. Right. yeah, right. so this has been going on for a while, and it really popped up because I was a major threat to Steve House. Had I. St- had i been able to stay in the cd6 race i believe i would have beat him at assembly and that would have been a horrible thing for the establishment because <laughs> now they have to uh have to support me in cd6 <laughs> so that would have been that would have been a mess but anyway i wanted to come on to to clear some of the misconceptions that are in the article okay. the hit piece that ernest wrote because about politics was, right politics, yeah so so they did a follow up um A follow-up hit piece, (laughs) and um, you know, it just it it assumed that I had this shell corporation called UBG Online, and and a lot of the rulings and the negative in the article was based upon this shell corporation. Well, first of all, it's it's my company; it's a sole proprietorship LLC. I've had it since two thousand three. Okay. So it didn't just pop up so that I could start, you know, funneling money into it. Right. Now, it hasn't been, uh, you know, it's been a part-time thing for me. It hasn't been my main gig. It's been part-time. So I have done computer work. I've done all kinds of things through that, marketing and so forth. Um, I manage like 10 different Facebook pages right now. Wow. And and a lot of those I manage for free because they're nonprofits trying to get going. Right. Sure but I've also charged people as well. And when I do, I use UBG online to charge people. So, um, so it's not a shell organization or company that I, you know, I have all the funds going to Geneva or somewhere, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, when you're running for, for office, especially uh, someone that doesn't have, uh, you know, it's just not flush with cash. It's expensive. And you have to either decide to, uh, kind of have a halfway run campaign or go full full time into it so I decided to go full time into it but I needed revenue I you know, I'm not I'm not a multi millionaire. Right. I needed right to, to be able to pay my bills in the process um, so I have a, a company and and I was doing the work I have I have uh, invoices to the campaign showing them doing the work I thought that was fine. In fact, I thought it was so fine that I did it through all three of my campaigns. It wasn't like I was trying to hide or maneuver money. Right. It was it was something that I did because I either have to do the work or pay somebody to do the work. Right. Or so or or find somebody to volunteer to do the work. Right. Right. But if I can do a website, why can't the campaign pay me to do the website? Right. So, so
1: you're saying so. So they so they find you saying that you couldn't essentially. Yeah, but you're yeah. saying not only were you not hiding this, you've done it before and no one complained and you did it assuming that it was OK. And, and exactly. again, and we're not we're not talking. I'm assuming, Casper, because I've known you for a while. We're, we're not talking millions, millions. of dollars. <laughs> here.
3: No, no. In fact, um I almost went bankrupt during this 10 year process trying to run for office because it's expensive. Sure. Right. And, um, you know, I was able to maintain to some degree, but you know, I'm not driving a Lexus. I'm driving a 2017 Nissan Versa, not right. even a Maxima. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm driving a Versa, um, you know, and we're okay, but I'm just saying it wasn't, it wasn't something that, that, I was able to really just rake in all this money.
1: It was like, the, well, and here's what my- Well,
2: even Kirkland in the article said it was a the FCC get a slap on the wrist, which is what it was. So you wouldn't think it would warrant um,
1: this massive Ernst attention. Lunning. Well, are people calling We all know
2: you're you're a grassroots conservative. Ernst Lunning hates grassroots conservatives. Colorado politics hates grassroots conservatives. Yep. Um, and so they they but reading the article, whoopee! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, wow! So,
3: so I had to when I talked to the FEC and stuff, and you know, and they were very nice people, by the way. Um,
2: okay,
3: I. I have no no issues with the FEC. They were very respectful. I was respectful to them. They were respectful to me. But what they realized after they looked into my finances is that I couldn't afford to pay the fine that they wanted to charge me with. Mm -hmm. So so they wind up reducing the fine, and and it's public now, $2,400. I said I could pay it in 12 months. They Mm -hmm. gave me two years to Mm -hmm. pay Uh it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, so, and I, yeah. yeah. And, and what I want to point out to people, too, is number one, campaign finance law is confusing. And then number two, you get people like Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi and all these people who just totally pay
2: their daughters pay, every, exactly. dollars yeah. the other thing yeah. is
1: even here in colorado Matt arnold who we've had with campaign integrity watchdog has yeah. sued the bob Beaupre people and all endlessly, of the co- endlessly and he keeps yeah. winning and they find yeah. them and then they don't pay and they find them hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars thank you. right thank you and then right. you've got wayne williams who got fined i mean there have been plenty of other people who have yeah. been fined or have been found to have you Scott, know sort of, run of guess fall. we get
3: fined so right. And, so
1: fine. Yeah. Right, exactly. And nobody says they need to drop out of the party. They need to drop their position in the party. You know, we, we you know, we can't have Bob Beaupre being calling himself a Republican anymore. I mean, the social media outrage over this well, is no
2: so it's all ginned up by Joy right. and yeah, a few others. Right. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. No one cares.
3: I'm, I'm a great, yeah. And Joy calls me a grifter, and, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay. Oh, that's like. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, really?
1: Well, so, if you're not doing uh, a very good job of it, Casper. Know, you need know, to be a better uh, grifter if you're going to be a grifter. Tell me
3: about it. <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah. So, so, anyway, so I just thought it was uh, um, uh, worth coming on uh, you guys' show, and thank you for letting me come on and kind of explaining my side. You know, at the end of the sure. day, um, I made a... Uh, <laughs> really what it comes down to and i have to actually go in and change the records to to reflect it was a um i actually <laughs> reported more than what i should have reported Oh,
2: there you because, go because
3: because had had i just called it a um salary a candidate salary mm-hmm. the majority of this complaint would have been thrown out right but beca- because what they looked at was uh, They said the money that I paid to my um, company was actually campaign salary, so I have to go back in the reports and change that to campaign salary. But understand, even with that, it still was less than what I was allowed to pay myself during the campaign. You just, you know, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. you had a a bootstrap campaign. It. I know people paid paid um, Matt Arnold large sums to do their. Campaign finance one because they're so yeah. complicated and they're just so easy to get a uh, file yeah. of them. Yeah. And then FCC. Uh, fine of twenty four hundred dollars that you have
1: two years to pay two years
2: to pay sort <laughs> well of I mean that's comical. just how seriously
1: they take it and so I again the main thing that really annoyed me about it is the fact that this is being made a deal by anyone at all like I said I would right. like to see the Colorado Politics article and all of the money that the Bobo Prey people yeah. owe in yeah. yeah. fines as a well, result of the Matt, Ar- the Matt Arnold lawsuits right. you don't you yeah. never see anything about that no one covers it right and exactly. like and everybody else it's like it's always like oh it's like the People are filing these complaints out of, you know, political animosity. Well, that's exactly what happened with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, well, well,
3: I got to tell you, I got to tell you, if they do protest down at the GOP headquarters to get me kicked off of the off of the executive uh, committee, I'm going to go join them.
2: <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You shouldn't have to be sentenced to that that uh, penal code for, for,
3: uh, forcing me to serve on that committee is is not
1: <laughs> that'll be your penalty they'll say, no we're going to punish him by forcing well again it, it's like so many things you know um when we had dick wadams on last week and he was talking about Gina peters under criminal investigation it's yeah. like she's being she, she was indicted for essentially calling the secretary of state so i mean it's like did yeah. you read it they want to just blow everything up and and they twist things and they they make and it's just it's wrong. Right. And yeah. you have fought as hard as anyone in Colorado harder um, for yeah. the Colorado Republican Party. um and you, so, up, you know, yeah. And you have and you try to train candidates. You do more work for the Republican Party. And I guess people, you know, you must be over the target. Otherwise, it wouldn't be shooting at you so mm-hmm. hard.
3: Yeah. And they're still shooting at me. I'm not even running right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So. So when all this is going down, you know, I did some of my own um, background research on on Mr. Kirkland. But he's, he's, he's reached out to me and told me that all the information that I found on him is not him. So mm-hmm. even though it's Gary with two R's and even though it's got the same middle name and the same last name, and even though it was in Texas and the age is right where it's supposed to be and the address is right, where be, <laughs> it is not him. So I just want to let you know that. The criminal background record that I found on Gary Kirkland is not Gary. Is not our Gary Kirkland. Okay. okay. totally different, a totally different Gary Kirkland because he's promised me and told me that is not him. He has an eight hundred and something whatever FICO score, and he's a financial advisor. So you know not he him. has an impeccable, he has an impeccable record. So it could not be him. So I just want to let your audience know, <laughs> but what right. I found right. is not him.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you, before we let you go, what are you up to now these days?
3: So right now I am a campaign manager for two campaigns and they're paying UBG online. Crazy. Okay. Uh, crazy. <laughs> yes. So, um, I'm a campaign manager for Stephanie Hancock. She's running in House District 41. Okay. She is a phenomenal kid. I got to get her on the podcast. You got yeah, to yeah, love I her. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Ron Burchard is running for um, Arapahoe County Coroner. Also okay. a great guy. Um, he's got some phenomenal information. Very very, um, very detailed information about what's going on with the vaccines and all this stuff. So, oh, wow. Okay. Um, I am running those two campaigns. I'm trying to stay above water and trying to fight the... <laughs> the rhinos.
1: And- I, I, I know. <laughs> it's like, if you don't tell the rhinos, just leave us alone. Quit, quit. You know, go, go, go ahead. Try you
3: to know, get well, your people Do they people ever elected. do it against
2: Democrats? No, they just no, do it against grassroots right. no, no, exactly, no. people.
3: No. Exactly. Yeah. And if this was a Democrat attacking me, I would understand it. But the, guys, understand, other than the, um, the short time that I was running against Steve House, I have not had a primary. <laughs> it's just been me. Yeah. And they're spending, they're spending money to take me out of a general election and I'm the only Republican running (laughs) in that seat. So it's, it's crazy.
1: It is crazy. Well, Casper, thank you for coming on and and setting the record straight and telling your side, we appreciate it and keep doing, don't let them get you down. I know you don't. Steve
3: wants
2: to know how the Republicans will do uh, in the midterms in Colorado. uh,
3: Are you asking me?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Your
3: opinion. Yeah. My opinion is Colorado (laughs) is going to stay blue for a while.
1: Okay, Uh, okay. we're we're going to talk about the same thing with Kevin Lundberg coming up here. So, Casper, thank you. Thanks,
3: Thanks Casper. Uh, Take care, guys. All right,
1: there you go. Yeah, we'll talk about that with Kevin Lundberg and get his prediction. Real quick, I want to talk a little bit um, Roe v. Wade. Um, I mean, there are some people doing the story myth versus fact. I mean, again, you listen to the left and the world is ending. Michelle Obama's heartbroken. Almost as I mean, it's just ridiculous. You can Still got, I mean, they all this was not all because it is significant. What the Supreme Court did is they threw it back to the states, right? They said there's nothing in the Constitution that guarantees a right to you, abortion. women or men, a right to an abortion
2: <laughs> or, or, or transgender people, right? Uh, they did not, conversely, say that um, abortion is uh, an unconstitutional mm-hmm. action, uh, there's no right to life for mm-hmm. the unborn or everything else. So, goes back to the states. Places like Colorado, you can kill them up to the up to. I don't know how.
1: There's no limit in Colorado. There's There's no no limit on when you can have an abortion. So I I don't. I you know be. I don't know what that would mean if, say, the baby's just been born. I, we don't know, but but it's one of the most liberal rules um, or laws in the world, essentially. And you know, when Joe Biden says things like "Oh, what that makes us an outlier," it's like, no, it doesn't. The United States was the outlier from the rest of the world with 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 the ridiculous abortion w- laws that we had, and, and then and Roe versus Wade. So it it just sends it back to where it belongs. I think if if a state and a community want to allow abortions, then they can elect people and they can pass laws that do that. If they don't, then they can do that. In 18 states, I think now abortion is going to be, for the most part, illegal. There are some states. I mean, everybody has their own little mix. Of it, yeah, it'll it 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 be. be
2: illegal in Mississippi, so you have to go to Louisiana. I mean, it's it's
1: and all these woke. This is what really annoys me. All of these woke companies um, today put out these oh heart wrenching emails saying if our employees need to go get an abortion, we will pay for it. Well, number one, if you're the HR person, I'm not sure how many people necessarily need to have an abortion in any given year in any given corporation, right? Um, But number two, if I were in that company, I would be like, Oh, I have to get an abortion in the Caribbean, and and they'd be like, Julie, you're 64. Like, well, oh, I still need one. I, you know, I need one. I mean, give me a break. It's well, look, they like- want
2: to pay for it. Pay for it. I yeah, mean, yeah, exactly. Go for it. I mean, they can, you know, it's it's. Uh, they may not pay them good wages. They may not give them good benefits. Their health insurance might suck. Uh, but but they'll pay for you. Well,
1: you know, I would hope that they would say, what if somebody maybe wanted to get to a good fertility clinic? They have some of the best of those in Colorado. Will they pay for them to go there? Will they pay for you to go through whatever it is you need to do for adoptions? I mean, will they help people in, uh, who are trying to encourage life and trying to support life? No. no. They won't do that. It's just if you want to kill a baby, we these woke corporations will help you do that. You you know, and hopefully Netflix fired another three hundred people today. Disney stock is less than half it was at this time Mm -hmm. a year ago. Mm -hmm. So hey, keep it up, guys. You aren't Mm going to have any money to pay for your employees Mm -hmm. to get abortions. You know, but the question is, and we want to talk to Kevin Lundberg too here about it in a little bit. Is what kind of impact do you think that will have on the the uh, the election, Chuck? Oh, wait. Let me read some of the comments. Right. From Leo, if I identify as a pregnant woman in Texas, will Amazon find me to California for an abortion and vacation? Or are they going to tell me I'm not a woman? Leo, that's a really good point. No, they, can't you, tell they, they can't tell you that. So you could say you need an abortion. And I think it would probably be violating your rights to show some sort of proof of mm-hmm. pregnancy, right? I can imagine if I all of these people, if I were an employee, they would be like, I need an abortion. Chuck needs an abortion. Well,
2: I absolutely do.
1: You know, Leo, you need one. We all need one. So let's all go on vacation on a cruise. You could get cruise ships. This from Jim, the killing of the most innocent, the most hopeless among us is the most vile crime a human being can commit. And then Karen Cataline said, oh, back to the, let's take up a collection to buy Joy, Joy back another pair of shoes. She's gone through life as if her shoes were too tight. Karen, I'm not commenting on that, but because <laughs> we have here, we have Joy on the show. There are some things I agree with her on. I just don't agree with her um, making a big deal out of what happened to Casper. It's like, uh, you she know. You
2: can be pretty mean. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, but what your take, Chuck, wait, let me, wait, I want to back up here. I'm going all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm drinking my caffeinated sparkling water again um, with the gun ruling too, compare the, the, the recent Supreme Court ruling with the gun ruling.
2: Well, the, the gun ruling previously in the Heller case, which was the first of the modern ones upholding gun rights, they said in Washington, D.C., you, you, you could own a gun in your own home. Um, but that didn't apply to states because Washington, D.C. is is not a separate state. So in the McDonald case, they they extended it to states. And the question is, are you allowed to have a gun outside of the home? Is there a just in the home? You can only have it in the home or just home. They said, no, you can have it this outside. The
1: Constitution uh, differentiates between that.
2: Um, and so the world, and, and they've all gone crazy on that one too. Um, they certainly well, I thought don't. it was
1: a concealed carry.
2: It was, yes. but 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 the concealed carry is outside of your own home. You know okay. it, you know, can you have it in your car? Can you have it? Well, as ex- I
1: understand it, what the, there was a, a law in New York that's that was very particular in terms of who they were allowing to no, have concealed no, no, carry no, it, permits. It,
2: it's called a needs. You right. have to show a need for it. and you right. can different states, different people, different jurisdictions would rule totally differently on who and needs did not the supreme
1: court say you can't do that anymore no
2: you cannot just say you kind of blank discretion on telling somebody they can not now here's one. where
1: i see this is good as we've talked about this on the show before the um federal government the democrats want to federalize everything and they want everything mm-hmm. you know the judge of the courts to rule on everything and they want to pat the courts in their favor what i see is very encouraging about this is again that the, the supreme court isn't telling people you have to have a gun or you can't have a gun they're not saying you can't have an abortion or you have to have an abortion they're saying these are not issues addressed by the constitution the constitution doesn't say anything about that the constitution doesn't say only certain circumstances you have to need you know, not have to show a need to have a gun it seems to me that that is really good that this is a well,
2: point out this is shall not be infringed upon the right to bear arms shall not be infringed upon um so it's it's uh It's interesting. I mean, you know, Congress. I think it's not more than interesting. I
1: think it's great.
2: Well, it's great, except you look at Congress, who now, now the fifteen senators and fourteen House members voted for the most extensive gun um, restrictions since the nineteen nineties. Now, what what do you think? You know, all these red flag laws, which we we, know, are just horrendous, Um, and so you know, you just have the same old Gary Kirklands. Um, going out there and, and uh going. But what the other do you way. think
1: what do you think though, the Supreme Court ruling? I mean, it seems to me the Supreme Court is saying, Okay, well if you can't you you can't be so specific in terms of you have to show a need, right? Um, I would think that the same court then which is what we have with these new gun laws that congress is trying to pass it would also be the same thing right would this be thrown under the same infringement
2: somebody's got well somebody's got to bring the case you know right but
1: if it does and if it gets up i would think this would also be hopeful
2: well i I don't know what they'd rule because Mm -hmm. all the thing you know all the hysteria about the red flag laws is is that you know it's going to stop school shootings and of course Um, even I am not for school shootings, notwithstanding a joke. Um, but, but, uh, it's it's hard to know they probably wouldn't take the case and, and
1: uh, uh, they, they're like okay we've done enough we've done yes, enough for a while yes. we're not going to know people are protesting right. well and here again is a hypocrisy right now there are maxine waters is saying we're going to defy the u.s supreme court now i'm not sure how she is going to personally defy the u.s supreme court and she's from california where they have again very liberal abortion well it's laws. interesting that sure. this
2: congressional thing is just a money pot of states that have Red flag laws and other things, and so it's just it's just a, a, a way of Democrats greasing the skids for Democrats for the help of pathetic Republicans. Um, you know, Mitch McConnell and his merry yeah. band of people is are just revolting. I mean, they're just revolting.
1: Well, it's a uniparty. It, it, it's it all, I mean, party. they're all protecting their best it interests is. in the uniparty. I did find it interesting. I mean, both sides have geared up. Shortly after the Roe versus Wade decision came down, I got an email, a mass email from Jeff Hunt with Frank McNulty, who's a consultant, launching the Colorado Pro-Life Fund um, to try to elect um anti-abortion lawmakers in Colorado and I thought to myself that did
2: (laughs) Frank's a rhino so if if you want to give your money to elect pro-life people I wouldn't give it to a rhino
1: right well I I imagine he's a consultant but here's okay
2: he's a consultant he's going to get the money you give to quote-unquote elect pro-life people who 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 really will just be rhinos
1: right who will just but who will just pocket the money. I mean, I just found that kind of interesting, because I thought to myself, one, here in Colorado, um, you know, Coloradans have voted. I mean, every election cycle, there is some kind of anti-abortion measure on the ballot. And every time people in Colorado voted down, um, overwhelmingly, you know, I mean, it's always just a matter of more or less overwhelmingly. um, and, And even some that you'd think there would be support for, right, the due date, too late bill, things like that. Um, and that Coloradans are just not going to, at least in my opinion, um, pass any kind of anti-abortion law. I mean, not. Well, well
2: yeah, but give Frank your money.
1: Well, yeah, I, but, but, but I thought it was interesting. And I think that's what I'm going to get to in terms of the political implications, because this is what I predict, that there's going to be a whole lot of organizations fundraising off of this. Yeah, but um, but
2: and, and lots of rhino ones who so will we'll take your money and try to get rhinos elected. So. You know, here here's from Dr. Donna. Colorado's red flag law was supported by a Republican. May have played a part in him not being elected Attorney General of Colorado. (laughs) You think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And he just endorsed Joe O'Day, who is for Roe v. Wade. So, Um, so it's uh, it's interesting. Just, I just. Got his email saying he's endorsing Joe Day. There
1: you go. Hey, we have Kevin Lundberg with us now, former Senator Kevin Lundberg, uh, puts out the Lundberg letter, which I subscribe to, which is great. Hey, sir, you, go ahead. Are you on un- Are you unmuted? We can see you. How are you doing?
0: I'm unmuted. Can you there you go. go? <laughs> We're- you kind of caught me in the car. I just was coming from a uh, a meeting and, and I'd be glad to uh, you know, interact, but I'm um, not in my studio setting. We have
2: lots of car conversations.
1: Exactly. It? Exactly. Well, let me ask you before we get into, you know, your letter and some of your picks for the primary, um, I to get your opinion in terms of the Roe v. Wade decision. What yeah. kind of impact, if any, do you think it will have on that in the general election coming up?
0: Well, that's a really good question that, uh, I think we've got to see what the reaction is from the left on this, because, uh, uh, you know, there are a lot of us that really fear they're going to overreact. And my guess is that that will actually hurt them in the election because of their extreme re, you know response on this. But, but uh, my hope is that they accept it as a statement from the Supreme Court and they didn't like it. Well, I've, I've seen a lot of statements from, the, you know, decisions that I- <laughs> Uh, but, um, you know, so we will have to wait and see. It it does kind of um, uh, separate the sheep from the goats, to use a somewhat biblical term. Uh, you know, I've got to figure out who, who really will stand up and say, yes, we 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 support life. Or, on the other hand, those who are going to insist that they've got to have their rights to abortion.
1: Yeah, that'll be
0: interesting. Well, what do
2: you think it's going to result with Joe O'Day, who is
0: well, I think. It underscores the dramatic uh, uh, difference he is from the, uh, uh, well, from the average Republican right. and, uh, here in Colorado and really nationwide are decidedly pro-life. Right, And, you know, you have to understand this, too, that the, um, the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, and I'm sure you probably already discussed this, doesn't eliminate abortion. Right back at the level it belongs constitutionally, which is among the individual states. Right. Here in Colorado, I regret to say that it's not gonna change anything. Yeah. Right. by some states, yes, it, it's going to let, let their laws go into effect or encourage them to pass laws that will put restrictions on on uh, uh, killing unborn children.
3: Right. Well, let, let,
2: let's, let's talk about the Lundberg uh, report a little bit and, and I want to give you my kudos I mean in, in the grassroots we're always referred to by people like Peter Boyles as crazies um, and and uh, in some cases that's probably we are, we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but doesn't but, mean we're wrong uh, but um, I don't think anybody's ever accused you of being a crazy um, and uh, I have to admit that you, know, you gave out your endorsements as we'll talk about but if I have a if I have an office in which uh, i don't know anything about the person uh, and Kevin Lundberg endorsed somebody yeah. I'd take that endorsement and vote for that person uh, well, because I think he really uh, he really does reflect grassroots uh, conservatism yeah, yeah. here in Colorado
0: I try to be as transparent as possible in a very short package uh, you know I got into the uh, to the um, publishing of the lundberg report which is a weekly a report that i put up on my website i used to send it out via email but then the email servers started to cancel if they didn't like what i said
3: <laughs>
0: so I thought okay i'll just put it on my website i'll send out email reminders so people can feel right. kind of a you know a weekly thing usually I do it every saturday however this week i i put a special uh i accelerated it by a few days And uh, put it out um, um, uh, a couple of days ago now.
1: Well, let me, give your your website, because I know we'll get people asking you. So what's your website where they can go?
0: Well, it's kevinlundberg.com. And click on Lundberg Report. They're on the menu that's uh, up at the top. And and you see this week's, and actually all the the previous weeks, um, is kind of a line that you kind of scroll down, and then if you want to go uh, further on it, uh, I've got archives because from time to time I'll move, you know, several months worth away from that page because it actually gets, right. a, it
1: gets as,
2: well. It's 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 a must read, and yeah. you really are not going to read anything about uh, cons- true conservatism in Colorado on the Colorado Sun, Colorado Politics, Denver Gazette, Denver Post, or anything else, and so it's one of the.
0: The way I do this, I, you know, I got into the habit of doing this initially when I was in the legislature, spent 16 years down there. And the first few years, you know, at the end of the week or at the end of the session, I would look back and say, I wonder what happened.
3: <laughs> you know,
0: down," and, and I need to push it off to others. And so I had different forms through the years, but it pretty much settled down to a simple newsletter with, you know, two, three, maybe four items on it. That are of special significance, mostly Colorado focus, uh, but sometimes there's a national big something, and and I'll I'll go that direction. I don't try to overwhelm people with a lot of reading. Uh, right. Try to keep well, plenty of links, though. You know, I mean, you you can probably watch all the links, um, you know, the rest of the week sometimes.
1: <laughs> but, no, you do a great.
0: And the way I collect this is is every day I'm just. Scoring through you know i get a few hundred emails every day and other things that come my way i stay actively engaged with the political arena here in colorado and across the nation and it's not everything but it's it's the things that really stand out that i believe people maybe aren't hearing the rest of the story on or know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or...
1: exactly exactly well let's talk about your primary picks then i mean let's start with governor got your primary pick
0: yeah well um i Let me say one thing overall on my primary picks first, and that is when I look back over, because I I just try to pick the people that I think will do the best job when they get there. Right. And, um, you know, I I don't believe in first saying, well, who's most electable," as much as who's going to be the best um, Mm. representative for our issues. And as I look through all of my picks this year, and I think I've got 10 people up there right now, you know, I do the statewide things. Uh, of the competitive races I you know I'll, I'll leave the other stuff till the general election uh, and then I have a few local things up in Larimer County where I'm at and, and surrounding areas but um, but I got I noticed that um, almost without exception I'm picking the people who won their assembly yes,
1: yes, yes. point
0: that out that that, that uh, the people I've endorsed are the people that were endorsed by their, assembly, be it at the state assembly or their district assembly, their county assembly. So for governor, uh, my choice is Greg Lopez. Okay. And, and we, um, I don't think there are as strong a differences between the two candidates there as the races for Secretary of State and, and for U.S. Senate. But nonetheless, when I look at Greg, and I've known Greg pretty well because I ran for treasurer four years ago, uh, wasn't successful, but I got to know everybody else who was on the campaign trail running for governor back then yeah. and started at the bottom of a barrel with uh, obviously no funds and, and nobody except him out there. But every time he would speak, a few more people would be listening mm-hmm. and realizing, you know, this guy's making some sense. Right. And by the time we got to the state assembly, uh, he didn't make the top of the ticket, no. but uh, or the ballot, I should say, top of the ballot, but, but he, he got came in second, and it was pretty crowded field, and it, it showed that, A, if you're persistent, and if you have a good message, and you present yourself well, that uh, people will pay attention, so Greg has, boy, been very persistent, and has stuck with it, and he's, he's running a serious campaign this year, yeah. and when I listened to, well, and I got to know Greg a bit, and I realize this guy uh, sees the political environment pretty much the way I do, so I'm I'm pretty confident in his principles, and and I know he's going to hang in there. And and frankly, yeah, there's another thing that, you know, I say I don't pick somebody who's electable, but I do want somebody who will be elected. Right. And I believe that Greg Lopez has has an advantage because he's been very active in the Hispanic community here mm-hmm. in Dallas. That's a big block, which it, it, traditionally we just think, ah, oh, the Democrats get that vote. Right. Well, not, not now. No, but not now. What about... Jumped off the left edge. Right. You know, and common sense, you know, uh, traditional values, of Hispanics are, are looking around, and, and I think Greg's a, a great attraction. To I think that. Well, and I think,
1: I think the Democrats, in, in their attempts to meddle, are actually helping him, right? Getting the name recognition out there well, and... I-
0: yeah, that that's the crazy part, you know, and, and and of course we're seeing that in in more than just his race, right? Uh, and there's a lot of finger pointing as to how come this is happening, and you know, if, if there's anybody to be blamed, it's those who stepped out on the Republican side who said, "Well, so and so is unelectable,"
2: yes,
0: right? To, yes, to the left to come and play in this
1: uh, right. you know, exactly
0: open primary system here in Colorado, which which, you know, you guys know you're right on board with me that we've got to change this, but it's reality this time, so... There you go,
1: so hopefully it backfires on him.
0: How
2: about U.S. Senator? Well, for
0: U.S. Senator, I think there's a very stark difference.
2: Yes.
1: Yes.
0: There's the guy who the State Assembly chose um, over all the other candidates, and that's Hank's. And I've known Ron for a couple of years now, and, and he's my choice. Um, he uh, came in the state legislature uh, uh, in uh, in 2020, and uh, he impressed me when I started to talk with him. His his military background, his his um, commitment to issues, and then I've watched him over the last two years just really stick with it. Right. Um, he's not afraid to take on the tough issues, but he has a good balance understanding of international politics okay. yes, yes. intelligence in the air force for over 30 years um and i just look at all of those skills he has and I, I believe he'll make a great addition to the united states senate
1: yeah.
0: and now that's on the plus side let me give you the negative side okay which i and i told ron the this the first time when we talked about it i said you know, in a normal year, I don't think you'd get very far because people want a really polished, you know, guy who, who just looks and acts like a senator. Well, Ron acts like an everyday American. You yeah. know, I think he relates to the blue collar worker. And, and yet yet he has that intelligence to, to really cut through the issues and understand really what we're talking about. Um, and. You know, so I told him on a normal year, you'd you'd probably be passed over because people were looking for somebody with a, you know, a little more twinkle in their, on their, their polished teeth or something like that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can, you can just look at the Democratic primary in Pennsylvania or Mr. Federman who, who, you know, comes across as a biker and the person he beat came in with, you know, the perfect polished teeth and everything else. And the the Uh, Democrats said, nope, nope, we want the other guys. So I think you're right. I think they're. The, the everybody just looking for the the Polish uh, cute guy is uh that this isn't that year
1: no well Listen, I, then you oh, then you throw in
2: new jersey the uh, the truck driver
0: who knocked yeah, out right it. right
1: right well, and then you throw in Joe O'Day contributes to Democrats. I mean, he's kind of like not Republican on any issue, mm-hmm. let alone conservative. And then he donates to my, I mean, he donated to Michael Bennett. So it's like, I mean, there's that, let me bump, jump into then one of the more controversial ones, secretary of state. Do you have a pick there?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Tina Peters, because yeah. she's courage. she's got the knowledge. She, uh, uh, She understands what needs to happen in that arena. And um, unfortunately, her opponents, she has two of them. Uh, One just kind of jumped in the race at the last minute. Uh, That's um, the O'Donnell. And I don't think he's got much of a chance of actually winning, but he's certainly kind of the spoiler. And I don't know which direction he's going to spoil it.
1: Yeah, is is it going to be the spoiler for Pam Anderson or the? It's hard to say, I think.
0: And and Anderson is uh, is the exact opposite of Tina Peters. Anderson wants to say, "Oh, we've got a gold standard. There are no problems here in Colorado." And and then to boot, she is tied in with the organization that did more to corrupt the twenty twenty election than probably any other group in yeah. the nation. And Hi. that's the, you know Center for Tech and Civic. Uh, like uh, center for rigging
1: elections <laughs> the, the, the zuckerbergs yeah
0: he's the the corporate secretary for the board for that organization and it's a little tight board you know four or five members and and they're the ones that of course took the hundreds of millions of uh, zuckerberg dollars and spread it spread most of them in high democrat producing areas so they can get out the vote well, right God. And in the swing states, I mean, th- th- this is—if uh, you wrote it into a into a uh, movie script, they say, "Oh, that's that's unbelievable." Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we couldn't do that.
0: Well, how about CD8 where we live? Well, in CD8, and this is the brand new seat, so we don't have any income. Um, and uh, we we've got some competition in the Republican primary, and I'm I'm a strong supporter of Lori Sain, mm-hmm. okay. and, The reason being is I uh, served with her. She was in the House. I was in the Senate. And I discovered Lori is is one of the most reliable, conservative um, uh, votes that you can have. And and I believe that uh, Lori can, you know, stand side by side with uh, Lauren Boebert and some of the other uh, real champions that we've got uh, in the U.S. House right now. And I think she can help contribute to... Uh, a majority in the House, yeah. so that we can, you know, uh, at least control Biden a bit, if if not to overwhelm him.
2: Well, yeah. unfortunately, Barb Kirkmeyer is on a pretty, at least in my opinion, dirty campaign. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and- that's unfortunate, thought. Yeah, it really is. Well, and gentlemen, yeah,
1: I will say this too, and hopefully Lori's out there doing this today, because um, I we haven't turned in our ballots yet, right? Because I'm, I'm just waiting to do that at, at, on, on the election day. Um, but I just volunteer for Jan Thuleman, who's the other candidate, knocked on the door, and he had his little list, right? So clearly she's got volunteers out there knocking on at least Republican doors of people who probably haven't turned their ballots. in. so hopefully, which, which frankly kind of surprised me, hopefully Lori's out there doing the same thing. But i agree with you we support her as well
0: yeah yeah i I, you know and and it's a brand new district so we really don't know how it's going to perform and again it's a very interesting year but but uh yeah i'm i'm uh, definitely a fan for lori on that
2: and one more how about cd7 which we used to be part of we've got three
0: strong candidates running on the republican side and um they're I go back to I want the person who I think is going to represent our values most effectively mm-hmm. in U.S. Congress. And, and that's uh, that's uh, uh, Laura Eimer. Uh, I think she is uh, definitely the, uh, um, the the pick among among the three. Now, I, I'm not going to really. Uh, as I say, I think they're all strong candidates. So I want to be fair to everybody, okay. but, but uh, or it's Laurel.
2: Is it
1: Laurel. or Laurie? Laurel, Laurel, Laurel. Laurel. Laurel.
2: Well, Laurel, and she's yeah. been
1: there. I kind of, no, I kind of agree with you too. We've had, I don't know very much about Tim Riker. We've had Eric Odlin on our show and and I put it this way. It's not so much that I'm against Eric. It's just that Laurel no, has been talking the talk and walking the talk for years. And so it, I don't it, see her changing if she gets, not that Eric would necessarily, but I just mean, and, and, you know, we backed her before Eric even entered the race. So. Yeah.
0: To, to use some code word she's the make america great candidate
1: yes, yes, yes exactly absolutely.
2: exactly well how do you think just generally colorado is going to do this election cycle uh, who is
0: i i may uh, what are you talking about who are you talking about again
2: just oh. the state generally how the state will do generally oh, i was thinking you named something i'm like <laughs> I don't
0: know. um if this isn't the year of opportunity for conservatives in Colorado, we're not going to find one.
2: Yeah.
0: We've got to, well, you can actually see that because Polis is trying to act like a conservative.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: I've got to point out though, don't be fooled. This guy has, um, has been in charge over the most radical changes in Colorado's yes. history. Yes. Yes. So anytime, yeah. you know, like if he wants to claim that he's a tax cutter, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> With,
1: he's, he's, yeah, for giving out the Tabor refund. It's yeah, like no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'm telling everybody. You know, Polis wants to take credit for that. Well, that's a Douglas Bruce thing. Yes. Right.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: That's
2: that's just imagine.
0: But right, right before the elections, so everybody will think kindly about that, and and he's going to talk about how he's, you know, he's had moderate tendencies here and there. But uh-huh. you look at we signed into law. And and the issues he's taken on, like like shutting down oil and gas, and first time you know we always say uh, uh, you know Joe Biden did that. Well, Jared Polis did it to us here in Colorado in a big he way. He did it Not first,
2: bump,
0: yeah. but it's the fact that he's he's destroying the industry here in the yeah. state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, uh, up in my neck of the woods, somebody put up a sign. Why does Jared Polis hate oil and gas? Yeah. For example, he's an environmental extremist yes. who uh, who can't count. I guess he can't figure <laughs> out that that if you don't have proper energy, nothing's going to work. And, and well, he's, we get- he's
2: pretty good at counting ballot harvesting. Yeah he's, <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's good at ballot harvesting.
0: I'll tell you what: um, as we get further into the fall, people are going to see more and more of the problems that are occurring because that. There's no cure in sight for this economy. No, no. Um, <laughs> they're just doing it worse and worse. And, and Polis is is one of the leaders of the pack. And you know he's the guy who uh, shoved all of our clean air standards into California's rules.
1: Right. Yeah. Right.
0: What California does, we get to live with. Right. And and it's tougher. Yeah. Here's an example. People haven't seen this one yet, but they will in the next few years. Um. And and that is that the, California standards assume everybody drives little tiny cars, Yeah. and mm-hmm. about half of California cars are. Well, three fourths of the cars in Colorado are either pickups or SUVs. Yeah. Yeah. you got five in the winter mountains, right? right. Um, right. And uh, we we cannot live by California standards on what they want for vehicles. Um, you know, it, it it they're just a lot of dysfunctional things there, and.
1: That he's bringing uh, yeah. here. Well, Kevin, I don't mean to interrupt you, but we got to let you go now. But but, but okay. thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll You're have right. you back. We'll see. We agree with you on all of your picks. So,
0: <laughs> well, thank you. And yeah, if you want to learn more, kevinlundberg.com, go to the Lundberg Report. It's all Perfect. That's great. Thank,
2: thank you, Kevin. Take care.
1: I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, and I highly, I, I really do highly recommend it. He does a great job, and it's, 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 great. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's I quick mean, You and, know,
2: it, well, but it's, you know, it's a real conservative. I mean, right. <laughs> there's, There's very few sources of news about Colorado politics, that that is as good as as the Longboard Report. It's just, it's just right. Great. Right,
1: he needs to have his own aggregator website. And there were a ton of great comments there, guys. I'm sorry we didn't get to all of them. But we're out of time again already on all this right. Friday. There you go. But yeah, a lot. Of, there's so much happening. Somebody every time people say to me, they ask, well, "What are you guys going to talk about?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's only <laughs> one o'clock in the afternoon." Between now and the time we go on, there could be so much. Hey, thank you to Kevin. Thank you yeah. to Casper. We love having all of you guys on Zoom. Remember, you can catch all of our shows at chuckandjulie.com. You sub- can subscribe to us there as well. I um, appreciate everybody who does that.
2: Um, and we'll see you uh, Monday, and Tuesday will be a very interesting day to uh, how, uh, all right, how everything that's goes.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay, we will see everybody Bye-bye, later. Bye-bye, everybody. Great party Friday.
2: Take care.